For over a thousand years, Western civilization has been stuck in a dark age of sexual repression and misinformation. We get an oversexed overload from the media, but nothing in the way of honest, helpful, practical information on sex and how to do it right. That sucks, and I'm fucking sick of it. My name's JV Althoras, and I've spent a couple decades learning everything I can about how to have amazing sex and more of it. Not in a classroom like a lot of people who talk about sex. I learned it all in the gutter, right where mom told me I'd end up. It's my mission to bring an end to the sexual dark age with brutally honest talk and education on all aspects of sex and sexuality, in an atmosphere that will keep you entertained without treating you like an idiot. Shara and I are not doctors, certifiable perhaps, but not certified in any way. And that means we don't have to talk about vaginas and penises to maintain academic credibility. You got a problem with a vagina? Call a gynecologist. You want to learn more about pussies and cocks and how to make them happy? You've come to the right place. Welcome to episode 64, which, oh, which opens, only I get the visual on this, to Shara licking the microphone. <laughs> what can I say? So it's been a while since our last show. It has. We had the most wonderful trip last week to Cancun, Mexico. I'm telling you, everybody should go at least once. Yes, we, we decided to partake of the Swing Set Takes Desire trip. Which was the best decision we've made this year, possibly for the last couple of years. It was an absolutely amazing trip. It was amazing. And when I say amazing, amazing. I'm still on cloud nine with yeah. how amazing so it was. So many amazing, intelligent, sexy people to hang out with. I mean, I couldn't get over how many nerds. Sexy, sexy, sexy nerds. That's right, baby. I know. I was loving it. I was... We had some fantastic conversations, like, uh, oh, 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, there's only a dozen people left in the hot tub, and we're sitting around, you know, talking particle physics. Naked. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sexy nerds that, you know, because that's my thing. I just, you know. Well, there was there was a moment for me, you know, that was, uh, well, I think I tweeted it. Uh, we're sitting around in the hot tub, and uh, Cooper is talking philosophy, basically, and he just goes, so everybody understands Schrodinger's cat, right? And everybody in the hot tub's like, yeah, go on. <laughs> and normally, that is where you would have to stop to explain to someone. And it was just so exciting that in such a diverse group of people, you could just roll right through that. Now, you better spell it for everybody. So there are some people who are going to go, well, okay, now I got to go look this up. Okay. So basically, I can't believe you're making me explain this on our show. <laughs> so the concept behind Schrodinger's cat is that essentially some things only become a reality when they are observed. Mm -hmm. So you lock the, the thought experiment, Schrodinger's thought experiment is you lock a cat in a box with a vial of poison gas that may or may not go off. So while the box is open, or I'm sorry, while the box is closed, the cat is both dead and alive. And you don't know which until you observe. Well, I said spell it and you explained it all. Thank you very much. Oh, spell it. Well, fuck, that would have been way easier. <laughs> S-C-H-R-O-U-M-L-O-D-I-N-G-E-R apostrophe S, cat. <laughs> As in pussy. Uh, I mean, yeah, cat. Not sure how much of that Schrodinger got, but he should have gotten plenty of this smart guy. <laughs> well, no, so the, I, I know we may, well, we may have mentioned this on the show before, but uh, the, the, the Swing Set Takes Desire trip, this was the, I think the third or fourth annual trip. Um, anyway, uh, the Life on the Swing Set crew oh. got us along with, so, well, it was a total of 80 couples, so more than half of the rooms in the resort were booked with the swing set crew. 
And uh, they just did, I mean, the Shard Travel did a fantastic job. They did. Of keeping everything organized. We had awesome events. We had so many fun, sexy times. And the resort itself was just spectacular. It was an awesome, awesome experience. And uh, I know that Coop was the one who kind of started the whole thing. But I'll tell you, the whole Swing Set crew, awesome. It was great to meet them in person. It was such an amazing experience. Yeah, so we, the kind of the idea behind this episode, and we intended to do this actually a couple of days earlier, but we just wanted to kind of ramble on about some of the experiences we had while we were down there, uh, while they were still fresh in our heads. Now, you may hear us pausing or stumbling over our words, and that is because the names must be changed to protect the guilty. And I might be drooling every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> not, not one moment there was a negative. No. I mean... When you go on a vacation, many, many times there's a, a moment, you know, that you go, oh, why did that have to happen? Uh, or a sad moment or, you know, whatever. But here it was just from beginning to the very end was just an awesome experience. Well, part of it was the fact that they were just, we just had the most incredible, eclectic group of people mm -hmm. who were all kind of into different things. Mm -hmm. I mean, not everybody was there to swing. Right. You know, certainly not. I mean, certainly not everybody ended up playing with others. Um, I always play nice with others. Yes, you do. I believe that that is a golden rule that you should always play nice <laughs> with others. But no, it was so, I mean, it was, everybody was so open. And this is, this is something I've been kind of struggling with, or not struggling with, something I've been rolling around in my head for the last few days. And I think it felt like, in hindsight, it felt like coming full circle with the internet, okay? It was like we were on the internet, but in person. And I, some people might say, well, isn't that just like not having the internet? But no, it's not. See, we were we were with people in person. You know, we were on, most for the most part, first name basis with people. I mean, we, uh, you know, we traded last names and contact information with, the, with some people that we connected very well with. But for the most part, you know, we were just JV and Shara. And everybody else was just, you know, we, we knew mainly by their first names. And I think there's a little bit of liberation in that, you know, mm -hmm. and everybody was just so open to talking about, you know, everything, about, you know, everything about their from their sexual interests to the things that keep them up at night. You know, there's just this constant, you know, flowing seven day dialogue with whoever was around you. And it was it was an incredible experience. No wonder I'm still so tired. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we really slept. We did. We did get caught up on some much-needed rest, but yeah, honestly, well, there, not a lot. Yeah, there were. There was one night I slept for nine hours. Most of the other nights, it was three to three-ish. Yeah, right yeah. Hours. but I mean, it, well, we had a schedule to keep. Well, I know, but one of the <laughs> things that I found to be extremely awesome was that the minute you arrived there, they greet you with champagne or mimosa, and you know. It, and immediately, it was like you entered into vacation land. Yes. And the other thing that I found to be extremely awesome was no one there. I, I'm telling you, I'd be amazed if one person went back to their room and they spoke with each other. I believe that no one judged anyone there. That's how open this whole group of people, which oh, yeah. well, which well, is very you, difficult to do. Yeah, you, well, you go to a couples-only clothing optional resort. You know, you're not. Well, I mean, we certainly weren't sure what to expect. 
Uh, it's our first time. I mean, it's certainly not our first time going out to play with others, but oh. it's it was our first time going to a you know a, a clothing optional resort. And I certainly did not know what to take. I will tell you that, even though Ginger said shoes, shoes. Now I know <laughs> lots of sexy shoes, <laughs> lots of sexy shoes. And uh, what was the other thing that they said? Oh, sarongs. Lots yeah. of sarongs. So yeah, but we got to get you some sarong tie in practice because you kind of you were, you did not find any ways to tie that that you were real comfortable with. Correct. So uh, you know, but it really didn't matter at the end of the day because I hardly ever wore clothes. So, but yeah, it was. I mean, it was like it was like Narnia with naked people. I mean, I know. it was like stepping into a different world. It, we, it was mean, we blocked. We blocked the real world out almost entirely for seven days, which was an amazing experience just by itself. Uh, you know, we no nobody turned on a television. You know, they bring. Us, I know a whole week, no yeah, TV. They bring us USA Today. I didn't even want to read it. Like, <laughs> what, what the fuck do I care? What's going on all the way up north there? I mean, but Those really, people take care of their own shit for a week. Really, one of the things that you and I do to relax together is we'll watch a program on TV or something. And not once did we have a desire to turn on the TV. Not once. Well, I we're mean, too busy partying or fucking all week. I know. It was great. Yeah, it was a great week. <laughs> it was. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> it was awesome. I'm still, like, pinching myself because I just can't believe that this whole experience happened. And when you think back, it all goes back to Coop. Yep. Cooper, thank you very much if you listen to this episode, and I hope you do, because, really, you did an awesome job. And like you said, Jim, uh, Shar Travel, they did an awesome job and i know his wife couldn't be there but he had a lovely assistant nicole there for most of the time i think she left on monday yeah but she was very very uh helpful in getting things done and you know and if you i mean the swing set were was like if you're feeling shy or unattended you know let them know well that was one of the great things and i mean you know damien brought this up oh uh a little bit of a spoil not not really a spoiler but a little bit of a heads up for the audience uh, while we were down there, we recorded an episode of Ending the Sexual Dark Age on the swing set. Uh, so we got together and kind of co-hosted uh, an audience discussion group mm -hmm. from with the people who were there. So that will be the next episode that gets released. Uh, both the swing set and us are uh, releasing our own episode about Desire. Theirs was recorded down there, but we were just a little bit, a little too busy partying to really record a separate episode while we were down there. Uh, but yeah, so the swing set crew was great in setting a tone that included everybody yes you know they they reached out if they saw people on the you know kind of on the fringes you know looking like they weren't sure what they were doing or what was going on you know they they try to draw them in and that was contagious mm -hmm. you know and after we'd been there for a few days everybody was kind of doing that mm -hmm. and uh, as damien said and i will find out if i'm quoting him right with the next episode uh, there's this, there was a very BDSM like ethos of, you know, my thing is not your thing, but that's okay. Right. Um, and there was, there was, there was just a, a tremendous amount of inclusiveness mm -hmm. and it was one of the most unusual and rewarding things that I have ever experienced with a group of, you know, borderline strangers. I know it was, it was fun and it was amazing. And, and well, you know, you and I talked about the fact that I wasn't sure if I was going to get naked because the stress of the business and the gaining of some weight and even though we were working on losing it and I was like I don't know you know and you're like that's okay whatever happens happens no big deal we're just there to have a good time and enjoy each other's company and I don't know I think you you know had me pretty well set with five Bloody Marys by the fifth one because I don't drink 
Oh, who, yeah, yeah, because I was pouring them down your throat, right? <laughs> She's like, hey, don't you stand between me and the bar. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> yeah, you did would not. Have. I think I need another drink, Master. I think I need another drink, Master. <laughs> well, the Bloody Marys went down very well, and then the clothes went off very yeah. well. well and, it's, and it's easy to be intimidated by something like that, which yes. is kind of what we were originally talking about. You mm-hmm. know, it's, we, we both walked in there. You know, we're both heavier than we like to be. So we were feeling self-conscious walking in the door. And uh, really, you know, seeing seeing Cooper up on that runway, <laughs> you know, we walk through the main doors into what's called the lobby bar area. And there's his ass right in my face. Yeah. I Cooper loved it. is shaking his ass up on a <laughs> runway wearing nothing but a top hat and rainbow socks, rainbow <laughs> knee socks, and a feather boa. And we're yeah. like, oh, we're home. <laughs> you know, so we went from, oh, we're not sure how comfortable we're going to be to why did we bring all these clothes yeah, in I about sh- five minutes. I certainly brought too many clothes. Next time, it'll be more of a toy case and less of the clothing. Well, yeah, next time we'll know much more what to expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we're, oh, we had we had butlers. We had oh, butlers. We had butlers and they were awesome. Oh, they were awesome. I think I may have shared... Um, Jorge's picture because oh, yes. it, he was yes, awesome. We had two we had two great butlers. Yeah, One of Raphael. our butlers, Jorge, Shara's panties were dripping <laughs> from the minute. I wasn't wearing panties. <laughs> <laughs> they were gone. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> she had she had already used her panties to dry off her inner thighs. So yeah, it Jorge was a good looking guy. He, he was, was I mean, smooth. He was all like grade A Latino machismo. He was smooth. <laughs> he yeah. was smooth, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I was okay with that, you know, because, yeah, yeah. Let me take your picture. Sure, no problem. I'm going to post it on Facebook so our friends can see. Are you okay with that? Oh, sure, no problem. Yeah, so, I mean, basically 24 hours a day, we could pick up the phone. Now, I, I should say, we decided to shoot the works and go for the Passion Suite, which is the highest level of service in the place. And it was not cheap, but it was also our first vacation in 13 years. So we decided we deserved it, and we were right. Uh, well, I wanted you to have a really good time and I wanted you to be spoiled because you work so hard. I'm not saying I don't work hard, but the physical labor that you go through for our business is phenomenal and I wanted you to be spoiled. So, well, uh, and it, and it worked. I mean, like (laughs) 24 hours a day, pick up the phone. Yes. Can you send our butler up, please? Five, 10 minutes later. Butler's there. What can I do for you, sir? <laughs> and the cabana. We had our own cabana. Oh, yeah, we had a, yep. We had our own beach bed. Yep. Uh, we got uh, priority reservations in the restaurants. So a lot of a lot of nice perks came with that passion suite. But I, Having I, the room to throw a party in, though, was probably the biggest perk. Yes, because um, we went to, uh, we tried to attend every single demo that um, Life on the Swing Set had. And uh, there was just one day that we went for a massage that we couldn't make. That's why we were late for the podcast. Those of you who also listen to the swing set, the reason Shara and I walk in in the middle of their episode and they said hello to us is that we were coming back from a massage. <laughs> but anyway, they one of the demos that we went to, um, I have to say, Ophelia did an awesome job too because she just loves to teach. And yes. it was beautiful to watch her get so into teaching other people who might question something about the dildo, which of course, you know, near and dear to my heart are dildos and uh, any kind of toy that she happened to be holding at the time. She was more than glad to um, to share and teach and, and she'd walk around and show everybody. And if you had questions, feel free. And she did an awesome job, which I don't think it was her job to have to do that, which makes her even more awesome. But Oh, yeah. No, she did it because it's her nature. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. her nature and, and just awesome. But anyway, we decided to offer a demo as long as swing set was okay with that 
and they said, no, go ahead. So we decided to hold a demonstration about floggings, right? Was it just floggings? Or it was yeah, just, well, it was, yeah, it was champagne and flogging. Champagne and flogging, yes. Yeah. So we call our butler and we say we're going to, you know, have a demo. And so we'd like to have some champagne in the room. And so I was thinking, you know, maybe five, ten people will show up. It was like 33 people, yeah. which what the room was big enough, but it was tight area. Yeah, it was it was a tightly packed crowd. It was difficult to swing a flogger in there. I'll tell you that. Much. <laughs> it was great to have so many dominants and domains there to share their experiences. Uh, and Ginger, who is a switch and sharing, you know, kind of both sides of the fence. Well, yeah, and that was one of the fun parts is that uh, we what there were a lot of great quotes and. Uh, doctor of Doctor and Sexy Thing, uh, <laughs> yeah. live tweeted. Yeah. If you go to at Doctor and Doctor at Doctor and Sexy Thing on Twitter, uh, or uh, anyone listening to this would do well to check out the SS Desire hashtag and look at all tweets because there were, I mean, there were. Coop said there were six hundred and some tweets mm -hmm. from the week, right? And I mean, a lot of great photos, a lot of great quotes, and uh, he was live tweeting a lot of the demos. He so. was, he was great. I, I, I was thinking, oh, that poor guy, he's working on vacation. Here we are having fun, and then I find out he wasn't working at all. He was tweeting everything that everyone was saying. So, awesome couple. Yeah, I mean, so like we, I said, yeah, we did a flogging demo that lasted a couple of hours. Mm -hmm. uh, I got to beat on you a little bit. And then Duncan was kind enough to lend me his submissive, mm -hmm. uh, so that we could do a little bit more, a little bit more thorough demo. Shara had already had her ass beat fairly thoroughly by this point <laughs> in the week, so uh, we were we did some of the light work on her, and then <laughs> switched somebody else out who wasn't who hadn't taken quite the same amount of beating. <laughs> um, but I mean, so many excellent questions from the audience. You know, the the interest level was really kind of staggering. You know, when we went to that toy show and tell. Uh, what I, I took a couple of floggers mm -hmm. and I took the the light duty violet wand, mm -hmm. and then Duncan brought his floggers and a bunch of his toys, and we were really the only people who brought any kinky stuff, you know. And at that point in the week, we Frank hadn't did. really identified the other kinky people yet. Frank Frank brought some things too. Oh, did he bring to the show uh, and tell? I think so. Okay, I mean we could ask him, but I'm pretty sure he did. But the interesting thing was how many people from the swing set who really had never had a chance to understand maybe what the BDSM part of it was or to see it in person, were able to come to the demo and and see. And then we decided to host a play party. Play party. Um and of course there's this whole joke that Ginger started about a cheese plate and Yeah, never bring a cheese plate to an orgy because who wants to make out with cheese breath? No, no, no. She said that it, it had more to do with yes, you bring a cheese plate, but she said the only thing is about bad breath and you're gonna be playing and stuff like that. So she made me think what else could we do besides cheese? So of course we call the butler again for this play party and champagne and Captain Morgan's and um, this vodka. Is, yeah, see, I think I think this is my call to the butler, and there is there is a photograph up on Twitter of the spread that the butler's laid out for us. Um, but uh, yeah, so we decided we're going to have a party. So housekeeping, you, housekeeping would come through the room like you know between three and five usually, uh, but we wanted to make sure it happened earlier that day. So you know we called we called down there. I think it was Raphael was working days that day. Our other butler, and our other butler, listen to us. Oh my good man. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it was like, okay, we're having a fairly large party in the room tonight, so we need uh, some Coke, some Sprite, a bottle of vodka, a bottle of rum, 
a couple of cheese plates, a couple And I of, wanted the fruit plate. Yes. Because and a, and a couple of fruit plates for you. That's and, thanks to Ginger. She made me think, what else could we have that we could easily put our hands on and people like finger type food? And so she made me think about it. That wasn't just cheese. So I asked for the fruit. So, yeah. Yeah, so they put out this awesome spread. Oh, they we, did. Yeah, we walked back in the room, and it's already all set up for yeah. us. I mean, they took such good care of us there. They did. Such good care they of did. us. They did. They did. It was just awesome. And, and I just urge everybody, you know, taking a vacation is expensive. No matter what you do, you, you have to put money out for a vacation. And uh, I think it's the way Ginger calls it, it's sexation. Am I right? Am I saying it right? Sexcation. Sexcation. And I'll tell you. If you're in a relationship and you can't get away or you do get away, but you, you've got the kids or whatever, try to get away and if it, it's desire. And if you get a chance, swing set desire, you don't, you don't have to play with other couples. You, you know, you, you do what you want to do. You don't have to play with other couples, but the experience of being with each other and having that time alone. Cause we had a lot of time alone. Oh, absolutely. We had some great times alone and, it's you just... came 50 times before we left the hotel room every morning. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, that xylophone. <laughs> so, and that's Shara's first uncontrolled blush of the episode. <laughs> but honestly, if, if I could urge anybody, um, we're going again in April yes. uh, for a shorter stay. And then we're going to go again next year in November. Yes, we are already booked for the 2015 trip in November. And what's the dates again? Do you remember? Uh, that is November 7th There's to a... 14th. Yes. And we may be hosting our own group right. that same week. We're work, we're trying to work out the logistics. So anyway, I urge you, start saving now. You don't have to have a passion suite because believe me, everybody there, we're all having a good time. You don't have to have the passion suite. And yes, it's it's a little bit more costly, uh, but s- start saving now and, and, you know, say, I deserve this because you do. If you're listening to this show, you deserve it. Take the time and look it up and, and schedule it. And if you need information, contact JVRI and we'll get you the information that you need. But I'm telling you, this place is unbelievable and I have never, ever, ever experienced such a great vacation. And I've had some awesome vacations. But Well, and, and it's important to say, I think, that uh, many there were many people there who had been to Desire many times. Yes. And they said that, they all said that it was very different with this group. You know, that it was, yes. it was more of a sense of community. And I think it was Duncan who said, you know, we were, we were a micro society. You know, we were like a little pop-up society and mm-hmm. everybody, everybody took care of each other. You know, mm-hmm. we had, there was what, there was somebody there who was, uh, who was in a wheelchair and, you know, he wanted to hang out up at the hot tub and four people would grab the wheelchair and carry him up three yep. flights of stairs to the hot tub. Yeah. You know? and it, he was and there great. Was, there was no question about it. Yeah. You know, you just, you weren't going to let somebody fall behind or fall down and not get picked up. Uh, it was, it was a spectacular experience. Yeah, it was, it was. You know, like I said, I was a little self-conscious because, you know, I wasn't at what I wanted to be at in terms of my weight by the time we were able to go. Even though you both, we have both lost weight, it wasn't toned and I haven't lost enough. It didn't matter. I mean, when we were originally going, I was, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't, um, not going to go, but I was a little nervous and everyone was so welcoming. And just, just awesome. And, and well, it was just, a, it was a bunch of regular people who happened to be naked. It wasn't a yeah. bunch of supermodels and athletes. Yeah. You know? And it was great uh, when they saw our, they had this uh, 
necklace that you make your own necklace, the beads and all that. And so we, we did JV and Shara so people would know our, you know, our names. Our we, porn names. Our porn names, as he calls it. <laughs> and then we had our real names because, you know, it's only fair that everybody knows what your real name is when you're out there. But it was like we're sitting there and we walk into the into the restaurant and <laughs> this one listener, and I didn't know she was a listener, they walk in with us and we're the first two couples to walk in. And she said, where's the bell? <laughs> everybody loves the bell. <laughs> Not everybody. I'm sitting here. Almost everybody. <laughs> everybody minus one. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, we don't have that bell. We had an, we brought another bell that one of our listeners sent to us, a uh, ring bell for sex. And uh, I love that bell. And then the xylophone, of course. So she, like, has this cute giggle. I She has this contagious laugh and so she started laughing she said you guys changed my life forever and you know so mind you she started listening to our our podcast first but became part of the swing set so that's kind of amazing to me because that's how much she was able to let go of herself and be what she wanted to be and what her desires were was awesome to me and I get I literally I have goosebumps right now talking about it because she was just her and her husband both um I, I think it's her husband it yeah. could be a boyfriend but I'm pretty sure they're married but they are a beautiful couple and she said you changed my life you know forever she said I could just kiss you and I said well kiss him and so she did <laughs> and her husband said yes you changed our oh, lives yes, forever that was oh, all the wonderful kissing we did last week I mean we you know we great kissers there yeah, we certainly made some new friends we certainly had some sex with some of our new friends but I mean mostly we were mostly we were hanging out with everybody. I'd know? say 30 hours in the hot tub at yeah. least. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> at least. They, oh, the hot tub is so glorious. The hot tub was the gathering. We had a hot tub in our in our suite, but honestly, you don't need that because everybody is in the hot tub yes, the, the up on the roof. rooftop hot tub yeah. with a bar. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, so the days were, you know, wake up and have breakfast and, you know, lay out on the beach or go swimming in the ocean or whatever. None of the swing set events started before one. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, everybody was just kind of tooling around on the beach or, you know, hanging out by the pool or whatever during the day. Uh, four o'clock, it was time for hot tub happy hour. If you weren't up at the hot tub by four, you probably were not going to get a great position and you're going to have to spend a lot of time waiting for drinks. Um, so hot tub from four until seven. And then leave, go get dressed for dinner. That was the funny thing. You spend all day naked and then you put clothes on really for the first time at dinner. Because you can the only places you have to wear clothes are in the front office, which is which you never are at unless you lose your key after you check in, or in the restaurants. Which that didn't happen to us once. Yes. yes. We, I'm I like, didn't walk out of the room without the key. And I'm like I was going back in, remember? You were going to go do something and I was gonna go back in the room and Somehow I came out the door before you and you closed the door. I'm like, do you have the key? And you're like, no, I don't. But I think we were just in such la-la landed, you know, you just, who cares, you know? Yeah, so, so you're basically naked all day long. <laughs> and uh, then you finally have to put clothes on to go have some dinner. Because <laughs> you have to wear clothes in the restaurants. And then you you finish up dinner and probably hang out for a while with whoever you had dinner with. And most people were, there was always like a dance or there was, well, there was the disco and then there was the theme night that was going on at the lobby bar. So right. there was always entertainment at the lobby bar in addition to the disco. 
Um, and then by say eleven or eleven thirty, everybody's back up for the hot, back up at the hot tub for the late show. <laughs> yeah, and then you're there till the end of the evening, and you, everybody gets a robe in their room. So you, a lot of people just would bring their robes up at the end of the evening, and you know you get out of the hot tub and you go back to your room and whatever. So it was phenomenal, and I just cannot say enough about one swing set, awesome people. And um, very caring and giving people, and they're constantly, I mean, mind you, they're on vacation, but they're working. But you'd never know that they were working because they're a class act. And um, just such a great time. And the opportunities of learning different things and, uh, and learning about different people, all of it was just Beautiful. Well, it was, yeah, it was, it felt like after everybody settled in a little bit by the second or third day, and this was our first time there, so we were meeting a lot of people for the first time. Right. You know, even the swing set crew, right. who we knew, you know, I mean, we've known them for years, but right. we've never actually hung Met out in them. person before, right. you know, so, I mean, and we got, I mean, we got to know them very quickly in person. They were, they were a fantastic group of people to hang around with. Mm-hmm. We just tried not to monopolize their time. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, every, once everyone started getting to know each other, everybody was just so prepared to have honest conversations and mm-hmm. I was I mean that was the nakedest I've ever been for a week since I was a little kid and we hardly ever talked about sex I mean we had plenty of sex you know and they're uh, I mean they, the atmosphere for experimentation was great and I would say to anyone who is thinking maybe they want to try non-monogamy desire at least with the swing set group is a great place to do that because you can hang out in the hot tub and you can play a little bit of grab ass and if you want to kiss somebody just ask because mm-hmm. I mean, I know I didn't ask to kiss anyone and get turned down, and nobody got turned down when they asked me for a kiss, and that was pretty much par for the course. You know, we were all just it was it was not quite free love, but it was I mean free loving, I mm-hmm. guess. I think that important thing is if you go as a couple and you choose to go is to set the ground rules, which I believe Swing Set does a good job of you know talking about that. Uh, to set the ground rules as a couple, we went in and we were like, okay, if we don't have sex with another couple or whatever, that's okay, because we're our main thing is to get away as a couple and to have a good time. Um, you know, kissing other people. You know, are you okay with it if somebody asks me? And are you okay with it if somebody asks me? So we were both okay with that. Um, but everybody was also very respectful. They didn't. You know, they they always asked. They didn't just go and grab. They yeah. asked, and so you have the opportunity to say no if that's not, yeah. you know, what if, you want. Yeah, and, and even if you just want to play a little kissy kissy in the hot tub, and then go back to the room and take it out on each other. That's great too. Yeah, you know, to, so it's. Uh, but it's it's good it's, to set those limits. Oh, absolutely. You know, to if there are limits, what are they? And you know, but you could not experience a better opportunity than to be with swing set set. Uh, at desire because it it was just so loving caring and the, everyone there there was not one person there that wanted to step in and onto your space you know they were all very very respectful and um one couple there i, I gotta tell you uh they would dress up every night for the dinner and for the dance and they just were awesome dressers they are you talking about the da- ones in the damien Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. Costumes. Uh, yeah. You know Maybe because Angelica. yes, and they, they and they had theme night every night, and we really didn't get wrapped up to it because we had never gone before. But now that we've gone, I would tell people, you know what, do it because it's just a chance to really get into a whole different. Yeah, you don't, you don't miss out if you don't dress in the theme, but it's right. an opportunity to have some fun with it. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really a, a good opportunity all the way around. But I just. 
I cannot, I cannot tell anybody more than I have tonight. The experience is unbelievable. And if you have a chance, it, it changes you for the better. I mean, it really does. Oh, we, we decompressed so much. We did. Know? And we, we turned a lot of corners actually, mm-hmm. you know, they, I mean, there was a, the, the comfort level was so high for so long. You know, I, the first picture of J.V. Altharos got posted on Twitter and that almost happened accidentally. You know, we're just, we're sitting at one of the, we're sitting at one of the restaurants and she's like, oh, let me take a picture of you. You look nice in your hat. You know, as I, I was, I decided to try out hats on this trip. I've never been a hat guy, but I was going to the oh, tropics on you. and I have lily white Northern European skin. So a hat was called for. Uh, and lily then I, white. Then I realized I could use it as signage. So I, <laughs> yes. so for the whole trip, I was taking index cards and writing shit on them and wearing them in my yes, hat with were. a sign. And we got a lot of mileage out of those signs. Yeah. So the first one was Shara Shai, ask her for a kiss or something like that. Yeah. Well, we, there was, they, they set up a, uh, a meet speed and greet. meet and greet. Yeah. yeah speed. It was not really speed dating because it wasn't really dating. So you had two minutes to talk to each other couple, the, every other couple that signed up for it. And out of like the 80 couples on the trip, like 33 showed up for the event. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was, I mean, that was a lot of intense uh, a lot of intense conversation that was at a very compressed timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so Shara was, you know, still feeling a little bit self-conscious and she was, I was trying to loosen her up a little bit. I hadn't bit, had you know, five Bloody Marys like yet. I, do. I only had two Bloody Marys. So I put a sign in my hat that said, please ask Shara for a kiss. She's feeling shy today. <laughs> and before we left that meet and greet, you kissed what, 40 people? Well, there's, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah, a lot uh, of the girls kissed you too. <laughs> yeah, like I said, there was not a, <laughs> there was not a bad kisser there. I'll tell you that. There was, yeah. they were all very good kissers. I'll tell you, it's like practice. Okay. Yeah. So we got so so many great experiences on that trip. So I stopped giving a fuck if anybody recognizes me on the internet. Yeah. Uh, which is which is uh, so if you're curious what I look like, feel free to go to either my Facebook or my Twitter, and you will see a picture of me. Because uh, I did stop giving a fuck. We were sitting in the restaurant. You know, like I said, she's taking a picture of me going, oh, you look nice in your hat. And then she's like, oh, let me post this on Twitter. And we both stopped for a second and looked at each other. I said, ah, hell. Yeah. Like, huh. <laughs> We've never done this before, but it's like there's there was no hesitation. You know, like hey, we thought about it for a second. Yeah, fuck it, whatever. You know, we come back and uh, my dad and my stepmom pick us up at the airport and we decide to go out for dinner afterwards. And, you know, we come out to them about the podcast, which is, which they, they are fairly conservative folks. So, I mean, they, they I love them. They I love, love them very much. They want nothing more than me to be happy and free, but they are still at their core, fairly conservative folks. So that was a little bit dicey, but we did that anyway. Like, ah, oh, fuck it. You know what? We didn't, we did not come out as swingers, mind you, but we came out as sex educators with a podcast, which in their world is, you know. Well, I, I mean, that, that is really what, what we're about. And, and, you know, I, couldn't help myself because I don't know why I decided to open up into that whole <laughs> arena with them. But, you know, I love your parents well, so much. I think it's because you were you were coming off of a week of not having to filter yourself. Probably you true. Know, yes. Not worrying what, not worrying that you were going to be judged for anything that you said. And uh, a lot of it for me is, uh, you know, um, by, because somebody posted, okay, now we want to see a picture of Shara. And at some point I probably will. Uh, but I do a lot of the meeting of our customers and we, you know, certain things that we do. So I'm kind of a little bit more hesitant to do that, but Whenever uh, you're ready. I know, I know, but at some point I probably will. But anyway, uh, I love your parents. They, they are great people and, um, they, they care about you so much that I just think it's, you know, it was awesome to have that conversation with them. And again, 
didn't feel judged at all, yeah. you know. They were very open. We both became certified scuba divers. Yes. <laughs> that was that was unexpected. We did we just made that decision kind of at the last minute. Uh, so that was fun. We'll be doing that again. Yeah, so one of our listeners uh, came along too and yes somebody from the audience was out scuba diving with us which yeah was, which was cool we get that was one of the nice things you know we have not just enough crossover in our audience that there were i mean it was the swing set audience right mm -hmm. but there were plenty of people who also listened to our show right uh so there were i mean there were a couple of times like i you know i'd come around a corner and say hello to somebody because that was you know the the way you <laughs> would tell if they were part of our group was if they were wearing the name necklaces which right. are just genius and you yeah. can tell shark travel runs you know runs trips for naked people all the time so you, you you just wear a necklace with beads that have your name so you can tell who the hell everybody is yeah because uh, you certainly you certainly are not wearing a shirt or a name tag but <laughs> so yeah i came around a corner and just said hello to somebody and he was like what podcast is yours <laughs> i know that voice <laughs> <laughs> who could not know that voice well <laughs> but anyway it it, it was uh, unbelievable and really wish we could have met dylan um, and yes, his wife. Dylan ended up staying back, staying back at home. He had other things. He had, he had two things to choose between and he made, you know, he made an honorable choice, but we missed having him there. Yes. So, but everybody else and it was just. Yeah. So you got to, you got to see your first vanilla orgy. Yes. On the I did. trip. I did. Lots yes. of kinky play parties, yeah. but never, never a vanilla orgy before. So yeah. how was that for you? Um, I was nervous at first because I didn't know what to expect, but, um, they were an awesome group of people. So it was, you know, it was great. And uh, I did love the hair pulling, Cooper. I, I loved watching <laughs> your hair get pulled. I have to admit, it's still one of my favorites. And yes, uh, the rest the rest of the story is Cooper's to tell. But yeah. we did get to watch Cooper getting his hair pulled. Yeah, that. <laughs> I'm sorry if I should have said something a little later on down the line. But I got to tell you, no, that's... I don't think Cooper would mind. That's one of my favorite moments. And uh, he is... So awesome and so emotional in terms of how much he loves what happens at Desire and what it does for the good that it does for people that he, you know, really becomes very emotional about it. Oh, yeah. Him and Ginger both. And, um, you know, it's obviously dear to their heart. And I'm getting goosebumps again because yeah. really they, they just, you know. Well, you know, it's like, it's like at the, at the flogging demo, you know, Ginger was, Ginger was helping, you know, manage questions from the crowd. Yes. Which she was did. hugely helpful. Yes. Um, you know, I did a basic demo of technique and, and safety items, but we had several, we had, we invited, we put on the, uh, on the event listing because they were kind enough to put it up on the main event. Schedule. That was nice of them. Yes. Um, you know, kinky people bring your floggers. So we had several other dominants come out of the woodwork, you know, and that was kind of, that, uh, our demo was kind of where the already kinky people all got to knew, know who we were. So that kind of opened up a little group and opened up a conversation. Watching one uh, dominant uh, teach a couple of newbies that aren't in the lifestyle how to do the rope. Yep. Yeah, we got to... One uh, one of the guys there was uh, very uh, very fond of rope, and he did a couple of rope demos. He, he did a couple. Just beautiful in our work. Room, yeah. And then he was teaching some rope work. Mm -hmm. uh, we got to see uh, oh several people got their very first spankings in our room. <laughs> that was nice. That was very nice. I got to deliver a couple of full on floggings, which I really did. I mean I knew I was going to get to flog you. <laughs> 
on the trip, but I did not necessarily anticipate that I was going to be able to deliver full-on floggings to other people we were going to be playing with on the trip. I had so no, that was very nice. I had no doubt that was going to happen. Well, I, you know, I try not to get my hopes up. It's the know. nerd in me. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you um, do a very nice job with flogging. Well, thank so you. You do. You do. So Happy to bring it out to the wider audience. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it was uh, just... I. Again, I, I mean, I, I know I've said this probably several times already tonight. Start saving the money, and um, we'll let you know if we're able to work it out where we're able to do Ending the Sexual Dark Age along with Swing Set in terms of booking some uh, rooms. But Yeah, we're trying, to get, we're trying to get the resort to break off a block of rooms for us for next year so that we can... Yeah, I mean, obviously, everyone listening to our show is welcome to go, but the Swing Set trip sold out in, like, June last year. And, and, you know, if you get a chance, start saving your money and, and go. And like I said, you don't have to have the passion suite. You know, it's, it's more expensive. You don't have to have that. And, you know, start looking for flights. And, you know, like we did Spirit because I'm able to uh, really work on getting a good rate with Right, well, Spirit. we were able to get a nonstop flight, which mm-hmm. is also a big we, deal. Yes. I mean, there were a lot of folks. But we, we are both uh, very averse to layovers. And changing planes and that sort of thing. I mean, I, I, it's almost always worth the extra money in my mind to take a nonstop flight. Right, but, but, but we got know, a good it's, price. It's not always an option depending on what airport you're flying out of either. True, but I always have the fear of losing luggage. You know, definitely don't want to lose my toys. <laughs> but uh, oh yeah, that was another thing. We decided. You know, we had many conversations. Neither Shower or I traveled internationally before. So we had many conversations about what to take, you know, like we, we, we did not know what to expect from customs coming into Mexico. We know they have some very strange laws down there. You know, like if you carry a pocket knife, you do 10 years in prison for a Swiss army knife, you know, there, there's, and it's another country. So you want to, want to be conservative. So we decided not to pack the aluminum or stainless steel paddles. Uh, stainless steel flogger. Yep. And we did not take the stainless steel flogger because we figured, well, you know, basically, coming through customs, there is a legitimate argument to be made that that thing is a weapon. Right. So we decided to forego it. So we get down there and we're like, okay, I wonder, you know, we got an, we got this giant suitcase. The biggest suitcase we had was full of the toys, <laughs> right? There was like there was like all the toys and a pair of socks <laughs> in our biggest, heaviest suitcase. I don't think it was that bad. No, <laughs> come on. my socks. It was that bad. I'm the one who packed that suitcase. <laughs> You know, so, and we used a lot of what we brought with us, you mm-hmm. know, which was really cool. So it's not like we wasted, the, you know, we wasted carrying it. But, uh, you know, so we're, yeah, we're going up to Mexican Customs and they're like, we got our one bag that we carried on the plane and then four other suitcases. And they're like, all right. And I'm wondering what they're going to do to us if they're going to search all the bags or whatever. You got any fruits and vegetables? No? Go on through. <laughs> oh, damn it. Right from that minute, I wish I would have brought that flogger. I know. But I was better <laughs> to be safe than sorry. And so. Yes, yes. Did not want to, did not want to risk losing it. Yeah, so, you know, if you haven't flown international, get your passports now, get out there and really say, you know what, we deserve this. And it is just a a week full of great times. And like I said, you don't have to be with another couple. You don't have to do any swinging at all. You just be the two of you. And just have an awesome, yeah, just awesome for the time. camaraderie and the conversation and the and the pop up society. Mm-hmm. You know, it was uh, it was incredible. It was incredible. Uh, you have never felt more free and less judged when the minute you walk in that door. And and mind you, they have a staff all around. So, but many people are walking around nude all day 
no, hardly any clothing on, rarely clothing on, walking around nude all day. And the staff just, you know, no big deal to them. Um, loved JJ. God, oh, it, <laughs> he was, yeah, so some of the staff had more personality than others. Yes, and, he uh, was funny. Yeah, JJ's one of the waiters. He's a, when you're in a passion suite, you get a free couple of hors d'oeuvres and a, or a free. They, they bring you, you can go down to the bar and get it, but they bring you a bottle of champagne on ice and a couple of hors d'oeuvres every afternoon in the passion suites. And the guy who brings those, his name JJ. He, was, he is fucking hilarious. He's he grew up well. He grew up down there, and then he lived in Texas for like ten years or fifteen years or something. Then come then came back. Vegas. He Vegas. Was, he was yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. See, he, but he should have been a stand up comedian. Oh, this is calling. he did. I'm telling you, so funny. He made me laugh every day, and we should have told him about ending the sexual dark age. Yeah, we should have. Because he probably would be listening to it and laughing right now. <laughs> but he was uh, phenomenal. But anyway, the the staff is great. Um, and you just the freedom that that you feel is so worth every penny. Like I said, it's all it's all inclusive, so it's more expensive. But you can eat all day long, you can drink all day long, you can, you know, whatever your needs are. It's it's all inclusive, and it's just a great time. And so I urge all of our listeners out there right now, um, if you feel like you could put a little bit of pizzazz into that relationship and need some time alone together. Start looking now to get somebody to watch the kids if you have kids and, you know, get the ducks in a row and just do it. Make it happen because you will not regret it. You will not regret it. Like I said, if you do decide to talk about let's kiss other people or let's uh, swing with other couples, set your limits. You know, um, there's a site you go to, uh, Cassidy, and to sign up and, you know, so that you can see other couples and so forth that are going on the trip as well. And so there's tons of opportunity there to discuss everything before you go. We talked about stuff at great length before we went. Our trip was awesome. We had absolutely no issues and we'd be happy to guide anybody that was looking for any kind of guidance or had questions. Uh, we'd be happy to help out. Absolutely. And you know, after here it is, we're uh, almost 44 minutes Uh talking about this trip and I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface. I know. Well, we can do it in another do, we should probably break yeah, it up yeah, for the night. Yeah, we can, we can wrap it up here because we are going to be releasing the discussion group from Desire. As and then the we can talk after again after one. that. Yeah. Because, and, uh, you know, people... We are, we, are feeling, I mean, we are feeling great. We are rejuvenated. I mean, we had to come back here to this frozen fucking wasteland. <laughs> but, uh, you know, at least, we, at least we do so with lighter hearts. And uh, lighter hearts and new friends and... The call doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. You know why? Because I still have the warmth of desire with me. So it's okay. I'm fine. Yep, I have, we have the next trip to look forward to. I'm ready. The next time we're going to hit the ground running. It's going to be even better next time. <laughs> I, I was running this time. I couldn't get there fast <laughs> enough. So again, thanks for listening, you know, and, and uh, but truly... Start yep, thinking about it. We are rejuvenated. It. We are back to podcasting. We are hanging out with podcasters again, which is a very good thing. It is. Uh, so we have the next uh, six or seven episodes already lined up with more coming right behind them. So I know we've said this before, but I'm not bullshitting this time. Ending the sexual dark age is once again open for business. <laughs> and this time, I will make sure that that happens. Yeah, so feel free to reach out to us either on our Ending the Sexual Dark Age Facebook fan page or uh, reach out to myself, J.V. Altheros, or Shara, Shara Bono, on Facebook, uh, at J.V. Altheros on Twitter, and at J.V.S. underscore Shara, also on Twitter. Remember to check out the SS Desire hashtag. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's much, much filth and villainy that is associated <laughs> with that hashtag from the last couple of weeks. 
Um, I am rereading sections of it, and I am being reminded of things I said that I don't even remember saying, uh, <laughs> such as such as the benefit of having someone live tweeting your demos and your presentations. Right. But uh, but yeah. So feel free to reach out to us. We are thrilled to be back, and uh, this be us, JV and Shara, reminding all you guys out there that sex is one of the greatest things in life, and there is always room for better. Always.